glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Trying to get hit, music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch I come to party, trying to get hit Music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch Live in five, four, three, two, one. Oh my goodness. So we just let all the smoke from the hot box out of the car. And man, there was a fuck ton of smoke. The smoke is still going out. It's been more than 25 seconds. And we didn't even smoke half a joint in here. Not even a full one at least. But um, nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen, we are live. It's Friday. Um, a lot of people's days are the same regardless because they work every single day, but good Friday, good afternoon, or excuse me, never mind, ladies and gentlemen, good morning, you guys, it's good to be back here, welcome back to Kicking It With The King, obviously this is the most active we have been in a very long time, but we are making up for lost time, ladies and gentlemen, so it's great to be back, it's great to be able to talk to you guys, it's great to be here, let alone, and regardless of hotboxed or not, we're having another spectacular episode. What I call the hard-hitting episode. I'm going to call it that. I'm going to title that. You know how all of our episodes have title names? Well, I'm going to call it the hard-hitting episode because it is hard-hitting. We're covering some of the most trending, popular news in, in, in today's world from the top to the bottom, from the world of combat, sports, to pop culture, Kim Kardashian, um... Pete Davidson, Kanye West drama, everything from top to bottom here on the show. But before we begin, ladies and gentlemen, show the love, show the support. Like I said, we are available everywhere you get your shows, exclusively on Spotify, exclusively on Apple Podcasts. We're available everywhere you get your, your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, once, once a week, two times a week, three times a week. It does not matter how many times we come back a week. It just matters that we are here. And we are back, and that's all that matters here on this program, ladies and gentlemen. So, like I said, give us a follow on Twitter. Give us a follow on Instagram. We're going to get Hotbox back in here, ladies and gentlemen. We rolled the windows back up. We cooled off a little bit. Yeah, my Instagram is gthekeng underscore official. Um, as said on my shirts, as well as the podcast and, you know, obviously everything else. But yeah, so I was telling this girl about um, that I designed the shirts the other day and stuff like that. I really would like to continue back and getting into that stuff and, you know, getting into that feel and all that. But you guys know the backstories, you know, how the last few episodes and you know how much we've been through the last couple. What is it? Last. Now, I think it's probably like the last month or so. So it's good to be back. <coughs> it's good to be consistent. It's good. It's exciting. Um, I'm taking a hit right now, actually. So we're getting pretty high here on the show. So um, like I said, we have hard-hitting hit, hard news from top to bottom, ladies and gentlemen. Let's not waste any time here on the show any longer. But a big, big fight that a lot of people have been talking about. It's not something that's been constantly talked about, but... When it's been talked about, a lot of people have put some good thoughts and details, and a fucking ash just fell down, so it's not good. But um, so the former UFC light, longtime light heavyweight champion John Jones, you know how, lo- how much I love John Jones, potentially taking on Stipe Miocic at heavyweight. Stipe is 
obviously waiting for a rematch. He believes he deserves a rematch for his belt. I mean, the first time Stipe beat Francis, the second time Francis knocked Stipe out brutally. Stipe feels entitled to have his third fight with Francis, right? But we have a problem. We have Francis's knee injury. We have everything that's going on with Francis right now at the UFC, the last contracts and all that. And if you're a real realistic person, ladies and gentlemen, if you're a realistic person and you're looking at all those potential things that Francis has going down, I'd say that it's not the smartest thing to sit out and wait unless you can afford it, unless you, you feel that you're obligated to. If you feel like you can make it without it, but... Hey, Stipe versus John Jones, sign me up. That's a great fight. One of the greatest uh, uh, fights that you could you could make. I mean, I don't feel necessarily like it's uh, a dangerous fight for John. In a way, I, I just think that Stipe is one of the greatest of all time. If not the greatest, well, one of the greatest heavyweights. One of the best heavyweights on the planet, for sure. But... Um, it's not one of those like, oh my God, what if John Jones fought that guy? It would be crazy. I mean, we haven't seen John Jones fight a big bomber like like a uh, Francis Ngannou. I mean, we were, we were going to see him fight Anthony Johnson, but that ended up not happening. So other than that, we really never seen anyone seen him fight anybody that has that oh my fucking gosh power like the. Mike Tyson-esque like power, the Francis Ngannou like power, the Anthony Johnson like power. We haven't seen him fight anybody like that, let alone at another weight class. I mean, John Jones had lots of title defenses. He's one of the the best fighters of all time, and it's wild to think about some of the best fighters of all time where they're at now. I mean, GSP, one of the best fighters of all time, retired, but still, if you want GSP wanted to step back into the cage. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he could do it and look impressive as he did against Michael Bisping when he came back after that long layoff. Um, same thing with Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo, longtime reigning champion, did lose the belt at 45, um, dropped down to 135 pounds instead of moving up, and has fought for a title already. He's looked good. He's a top contender. He's He's looked sharp. He's looked better than ever. Looked great there, rejuvenated himself. Anderson Silva, another great example. The great Anderson Silva, former UFC middleweight champion, obviously lost his belt to Chris Weidman, unfortunately. But on top of that, he he did make that recent transition of boxing and, and looked absolutely fantastic there. So, I mean, hey, he's winning. He's over there looking amazing over in boxing and knocking Tito Ortiz out the way he did and just... Being Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., I mean, is his boxing debut. I mean, potential talks to fight the Paul brothers, Logan. I thought it was P- Logan taking on, uh, what is it, Logan taking on Anderson. He wanted to take on Anderson or something like that. I mean, Jake Paul wanted to take on Anderson Silva as well. I mean, the craziness that's going on with that and stuff. So there's, like, there's lots of really crazy shit going on, like, in, in this world, in the combat world. Um, so, I mean, going back to what we were talking about originally, Jones... Jones and Stipe, that's a big money fight. That's a big fight right there. I mean, um, I'm sure John Jones is fans and are big, big, huge fans of John Jones. And, um, you know, believe it or not, there's a lot of John Jones fans out there. And him versus Stipe would be a great one. I mean, can Stipe, I mean, style-wise, I mean, John Jones is unpredictable. He's creative. And, you know, I've now sitting here thinking about it. Um, what is it? What is it? So, Stipe, like, he's not a one-trick pony, but he's not real flashy either. He's very, like, he's very good. He's very, very good, but he's, he doesn't have that, like, flashiness. You know, do you, you know what I mean by that? Like, look at Demetrius Johnson, like, how creative he is, how his flashy submissions, his, his wild technique, his speed, I mean, Stipe has fantastic boxing, he has fantastic counters, I mean, he's great, his wrestling's great too, I mean, we haven't really seen his submissions, but he's known for his great cardio, his great pace, his strategy, his fight IQ, I mean, he's a very good fighter, I mean, obviously he had the most title defenses, and he's fought the best of the best, and you know, he, he's had the champion's mentality. 
I mean, remember that all heavyweight main card? Can you believe that? Remember that shit? That shit was crazy. They were like, it was Junior Dos Santos versus Frank Mir. Junior Dos Santos fought Frank Mir. Um, Bigfoot versus uh, Bigfoot versus uh, Kane Velasquez, Stephen Struve, LeVar Johnson, Roy Nelson, Dave Herman, and then like, what was another one? It was like another heavyweight that was on there. We were just talking about him, that's why. Stipe. Yeah, it was Stipe versus Shane Del Rosario was on that card too. Shane beat the hell, I mean, uh, Stipe beat the hell out of Shane, and then, you know, Stipe slowly but surely, like, what worked his way up the heavyweight ladder, but for, like, the longest time, it took a lot of people a long time to get behind him, because he wasn't ex- as exciting, he wasn't on social media, he wasn't engaging in a lot of interviews, he wasn't really, didn't really have much of a, a personality early on, I mean, kind of still doesn't, in a way, but he still is very entertaining, but the less we see of him, the harder it gets for people to remember those great moments versus if we constantly have celebrities or constantly have fighters or people or athletes or um, social person, um, social media personalities always on their Instagrams. You kind of like you get on Instagram and you have an option to look at everything that everyone else has been up to on their Instagrams as long as they're actively updating it. So that's kind of like what social media is for all of us as well. And how we keep up to date with everything that's going on with these artists or social media influencers or anybody. You know, it could be your favorite fighter. It could be your favorite artist. It could be your favorite celebrity. Or you could just actively check your phone for shit like that in general. But, you know, I go to Instagram to see what the latest and what they've been up to lately. Or seeing artists that I haven't thought about in a while. Looking up and see if they have Instagram. Checking their Instagram. Seeing what they've been up to. And... And shit like that, but you know, like I said, for Stipe, Stipe isn't the most flashy, exciting kind of guy on social media. His fight style is great; he's a great fight style. But for John Jones, like when you look at the skill of John Jones, his unpredictability, his his long range, his creativity, I think if he was bigger, and and obviously, like I said, his legs are very tiny. So I mean, I'd be very concerned with leg kicks and. Stuff like that. I mean, I said, well, imagine John Jones's first ever loss was due to t- uh, leg kicks, like TKO due to leg kicks or something. Like he just could not move. And he was just a a, a bolt. What was it like? Uh, what's it called? Like he was. Uh, imagine John just getting fucking uh, pulverized at heavyweight because of like leg kicks or some shit. You see how big Francis's legs are. You see how big. Um, if you get Surreal Gan in, I mean, Surreal Gan, John Jones, that shit still sounds so fun to me. I mean, but then style-wise on the feet, it would be very interesting. But still, I think John is very creative. That's the thing. So he gets very creative. I still think he would pose a lot of problems. I'm just so concerned to see how he's going to you know, fare at heavyweight because of, like, how small his legs are and stuff. But that shouldn't deter you from thinking... Uh, he can't fight at heavyweight. Maybe his legs are small, but he's just he's just tiny. Or maybe he's just his legs are small, but he's still pretty strong. You never know. But John Jones, Stipe, sign me up. I think it's a great fight. I think it sells a lot. Obviously, both former world champions, record breakers, record holders. John Jones, the longest reigning light heavyweight champion of all time. Stipe, the longest, uh, the most defended heavyweight champion of all time, defending the belt the most times. Big, huge money fight. And that's probably one of the biggest non-title fights that you can do. And how about this? How about this? How about this, ladies and gentlemen? We are we, we should matchmake on here. Dana White, give me a call. Don't let me fight on your card. But allow me to think of some really great fights because we just thought of something very spectacular right now. How about this? International Fight Week. International Fight Week. John Jones, Stipe Miocic, for the interim UFC heavyweight title. We, there is a version of the story, ladies and gentlemen, in the world of combat sports, where we have to put Francis Ngannou back in this mix. So whatever problems that he's having on with the UFC and all that, unfortunately, 
will be the the sad ending to how his his, his career end, ended in the UFC. I mean, if it's if this is the end, then it's gonna suck. But for Francis Ngannou, he has a while, and it's gonna be a while until we see him fight again. And I mean, I don't know if people lost steam on Francis because of his performance. Because like, oh my God, we 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 never seen this type of version of Francis. I mean, what's he doing? You know what I mean? Like, why is he not like knocking people out? Why didn't he knock this guy senseless? I mean, remember what I said about the the second time that this. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, but you guys, I, I can bring up an interesting topic for you guys. So, when I first thought uh, and heard that. Francis and Stipe were rematching. I said originally that Stipe, you know, he, he would uh, be a lot more intelligent in this one. He's a very smart guy. I didn't think that he would let Francis unload early on him like he did in the first fight. I thought Stipe didn't let him do that. And he got right to work and tested the grappling and didn't try to stand and strike with Francis. Um, I think it would have been a lot different of a fight, but Sipe chose to, to stand and trade with Francis in the second fight, and he got brutally knocked the fuck out, honestly. It's like, what the hell were you doing in this fight? I mean, you take Francis down, drag him in deep water. Sipe's a great wrestler, so I'm pretty sure he could have initiated the takedowns and stuff like that, too, but, um, yeah, so, I mean, Jones, Stipe, inter- interim UFC heavyweight title. We got We, I mean, I'd love to see the winner of Jones Stipe fight Francis, but what what happens if Francis doesn't resign with the UFC? What if he is no longer the heavyweight champion anymore? Then what do we do? I, mean, I don't know if we're digging too far into the future or anything like that, but I want to see the division move along. I want to see Jones versus Stipe. I want to see what what happened. Um, I want to see. Um, What's next for Cyril Ghan as well, man? Cyril Ghan's very, uh, very good. He's beaten a lot of top contenders. I mean, you look at uh, his win. He won against Derek Lewis, right? Yeah, he beat Derek Lewis, who's beaten and has one of the best records in the heavyweight division, actually. This guy, no looking at his record yesterday on Twitter, someone posted it, and I was like, what the fuck, dude? This guy is supremely talented. But a quick little commercial break we're gonna take a little commercial break but we're not going on a commercial we're gonna smoke the rest of this pre-roll that i got yesterday so i went to the weed shop yesterday i got um a brand new stizzy stizzy flavor it was like a blue dream and get this get this the pre-roll is actually called blue dream as well can you believe that how insane but yeah, Blue Dream, we got Blue Dream, and we got Blue Dream Stizzy, so I'm all set, um, full tank of gas, we are all good here, baby. <laughs> Some people are happy about the smallest things in life, here we are. That's important, though, you know what I mean? So I'm I mean, I, I, I really greatly enjoy what I do. I enjoy life. I'm enjoying this shit. I mean, I'm 25 years old. Uh, I have so much potential. So many different things. So many, lots of different avenues that I've ventured in already. And as old as I am already, uh, the knowledge that I've perceived, the knowledge that I've learned, the knowledge that I've used to the best of my abilities. I'm, I'm excited, man. You know what I mean? I'm very excited. Just excited for the future. I mean, you can use your knowledge so well. That's the thing, man. Use your knowledge. Knowledge gets you through so many different areas of life. If you don't know what struggling's like, you're going to have a bad time. What is life without struggle, ladies and gentlemen? I've struggled so many times. I've seen myself in positions like that. Luckily, I don't get like that too often. Because I have a plan. I have a mental plan. The way I think about things. 
the way I approach it, you know, like, I'm the type of motherfucker, like, if I lose at something, man, and it, and it meant a lot to me, then I'm gonna go back and reassess every little fucking detail of it to see. I'm gonna see what the fuck happened. I'm gonna see why the fuck it happened. And I'm going to fucking work on it until I perfect that thing and I can move on to the next thing that I gotta perfect. And I'm gonna move on to the next thing I gotta perfect. There's lots of shit to work on. There's never a ceiling to being fully better at something. Once you achieve one area in life or you you you, you seal one area of your life. then what happens after that? Does anybody have an answer? I do. You go to the next thing. You keep going to different goals or things in areas of your life. You know, luckily all this stuff moves slow enough to where I'm able to work on lots of different things. It's not that hot in here anymore, actually. Hmm. It is hot boxed like a motherfucker in here. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, if you like hot boxing with us, if you like enjoying us, if you like chilling and relaxing and, and talking about life, this is what we do. We talk about anything of interest here, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to subscribe to our show every single week. We're available on on Spotify, 100% free. You don't have to pay for anything here. Only thing you're paying for is Spotify Premium. Spotify Premium gives you the ability to stream our show 100% free. You can go to the mountains. You can go somewhere with no phone service, but you can still stream episodes of our podcast. So be sure to do that. Available on Apple Podcasts. Available everywhere you get your favorite podcast. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. does not matter, ladies and gentlemen. We are available everywhere you get. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Now, that hit sent me into space. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, but we are back from our little smoke sesh. Okay, what's next on our list? I'm telling you, I was not lying when I said we had a hard-hitting show. So, staying in the fight world, ladies and gentlemen, this goes from the greatest to even more great stuff. This whole list, I literally have my notes written. They're all written. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, so Dustin Poirier recently replied to a comment on Twitter talking about something that I have to do. I didn't read the tweet. I just seen that he said he'll shave his head if they announce his next fight, meaning does he have a fight lined up, meaning who is Dustin Poirier fighting? So I wanted to think and try to potentially think about who Dustin Poirier could fight would be fighting. I know um, Dustin Poirier and one Nate Diaz have been going on back and forth. I mean, this fight was supposed to happen back a while back. Um, Poirier pulled out with a hip injury. Diaz kind of you know fronted him for it. Kind of just told him that you know he pussied out and pulled out of the fight and stuff and. It wasn't Nate that pulled out. They had this ongoing beef back and forth. But you know, all that, all, all the bullshit aside, all uh, points aside, that is the only logical opponent right now for one Dustin Poirier. I mean, basing it off recent events, I mean, Dustin Poirier just lost to Charles Oliveira. Um, regardless of the Dustin Poirier... He's one of those people... That now he doesn't need, even though he lost to Khabib, even though he lost to Charles Oliveira, doesn't he? He's star power enough now, I believe. To he doesn't even need to win the title to be loved by the fans. He's still a great fighter. He still puts on amazing performances and stuff, and. You know, he still brings it every single time he fights. And, hey, if we don't have Dustin Poirier losing, he's going to be beating the shit out of everyone else he fights other than the champions. 
but uh, that, that's not the way you want to think about it. But if you want to think about the way the way you know people get up for a Poirier fight, a Dustin Poirier fight's an exciting fight. So a lot of motherfuckers still, regardless of a title or not, are going to be watching Dustin Poirier fight. Dustin Poirier, Nate Diaz, that's a great fight. Um, Dustin Poirier, I mean, obviously, like I said, the unfortunate ending to the third Conor McGregor fight. I mean, I'm pretty sure people would watch a fourth one. I mean, have we had four title fights or four times people have fought in the UFC before? I can't think of recent memory, but I can think that people will line up for a, a another Conor fight. But, oh, Conor breaking his leg, man, breaking his ankle like that. I don't want to see him fight for a while, man, at least a lot longer than that. But so recent memory, recent matchups, matchups that I would like for Dustin Poirier. I mean, maybe Dustin Poirier and Michael Chandler. That's a great one. Michael Chandler just came off the fight of the night, fight of the year contender fight with uh, Justin Gaethje. I mean, Michael Chandler comes in the UFC, beats the brakes off of Dan Hooker in under uh, two minutes. Um, has the second uh the, the the fight with Charles Oliveira where he had Charles Oliveira hurt, and if that was a different referee or what if scenario, he could potentially be the champion. Hence, having lost his last fight to Justin Gaethje, but it was a fun fight. It was a back and forth. It I mean obviously if you question Chandler's chin, he, he showed that he had a chin, um in that fight. So I mean Chandler Poirier fight, that's a great one. Chandler versus Donald Cerrone, that would be fun at 155. But recent memory, recent fights, um, I'd like to see Chandler versus Poirier. If not Chandler, Poirier, I really want Poirier Diaz. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But um, we're going to stay in the lightweight division because we still have more stuff to talk and cover. Speaking of Charles Oliver and Justin Gaethje, they are um, officially set to fight each other. Um Charles Oliveira putting his title on the line for the second time. Yeah, the first one is against Poirier. Second one now will be against uh, Justin Gaethje. What does Justin Gaethje bring to the table for Charles Oliveira? Obviously, great power, forward pressure. I mean, you know, he does not give a fuck. He will come forward. He has a really good chin. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'd say his chin's a lot better than Michael Chandler's. All respect to Michael Chandler, I think. I, I It's not that it's a dig at Michael Chandler. It's just, I think Justin Gaethje might have the best chin in the whole lightweight division, if you will, other than the former champ Khabib Nurmagomedov. When have you really ever seen Justin? I mean, you see Justin Gaethje get wobbled, but you haven't really seen him get flatlined. You're going to have to go through hell before you have a win over Justin Gaethje, just as anyone who's beaten Justin Gaethje has. The Michael Johnson fight with Justin Gaethje. He prevailed. He overcame adversity, and he came back. I mean, he has he's had high profile fights, high big fights. I mean, obviously with Khabib, uh, he didn't do so well. I mean, Khabib submitted him in very impressive fashion off his back with an arm triangle choke. That was a pretty brutal way to win the the defender belt. I mean, that was Khabib's last fight. He looked absolutely impressive. He choked Justin out. I mean. If anything, if you look at Justin Gaethje's defense on the ground, it may not just be as good as we thought. I mean, if a guy like Khabib submitted Justin Gaethje, um, if if he uh if he submitted Justin Gaethje, Khabib, it wasn't really like super fast. Or su- I mean, Khabib's one of those guys. Like I said, when he takes you down and he beats the fuck out of you on the ground and stuff, and, and, you know, he eventually causes you to submit, either by strikes, or he gets you a hold of a choke or a limb, he, you know, it's very devastating, but, you know, Charles Oliveira, Damian Maya, Jacare Souza, all these motherfuckers with solid submission skills, man, it's like, dude, all these guys have solid submission skills, if you get on the ground with them, they're like, oh my god, Charles Oliveira's that guy, he's that, oh my god, Dude, if Charles Oliveira gets you on the ground, there's no part of your limbs that are safe. He will. He will wrap him up. He will grab you. He will submit you. Dude, Charles Oliveira is a bad man. He's vicious. Charles Oliveira is devastating. And I think if Charles, like I said, with with the Dustin Poirier fight, like I said last time with Charles Oliveira, Dustin Poirier, if if Charles Oliveira 
is on the ground and he's on his back or on top of Justin, which I feel if Justin is lazy, if he does not fight those grappling positions, he will be taken down. He will be taken out down and he will be submitted. Like he will like like. Because if there's a scramble, if there's a position where they have to wrestle or they have to grapple or someone goes for a takedown or, or initiate the takedown, Justin better. Justin cannot go for any takedowns in a way. He could put him up against the fence. I mean, there's there's ways to do it. You just can't avoid the. You, you, you got to. I don't know. It's hard. It's easier said than done. It's very, very, very easier said than done. It's one of those things you have to really you have to to, to see. You know what I mean? For example. Going back to the style of Cain Velasquez, right? Never was on his back. You hardly ever seen Cain on his back. Cain would just come in and and weather people down. I mean, he would he would strike with you. He would wrestle with people that needed to be wrestled with. He would smash you on the ground. He'd devastate you with his ground and pound. I mean, did you see the way he beat the shit out of Bigfoot Silva? The first fight? Let alone, they fought a second time, which was crazy. The first time, after Kane lost his belt and came back, beat the hell out of Antonio Silva. Blood was squirting everywhere. Remember, he beat the living fuck out of him, right? That's unfortunate. That's something... That 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 is a vintage Cain Velasquez, but okay. So Styles, right? So, I mean, I just want to talk about that real quick. But okay, going back to Styles of Cain Velasquez, right? You see when he was on his feet. You remember the remember the second Junior Dos Santos fight when he would put him up against the cage and beat the hell out of him. He he would not get tired. He would wrestle with you. He would put you up against the cage. He would made he made Junior Dos Santos uncomfortable. Um, he kept wrestling with them, and he never gave him any edges. You know, especially when he hurt him, and he knocked him down. He wore him down, and then he knocked him down, and then it was you know game over for Junior. Essentially, I mean, Junior um, got worn down, but I think like if you want to take that. Approach. You try to wrestle with Charles Oliveira, but that won't be as good because if Charles Oliveira grabs a hold of a limb, it's going to be over. It's going to be over. It's definitely going to be over. For sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Again, we'll be right back after these messages. So overall, that will be, I mean... Justin Gaethje has a puncher's chance because Justin Gaethje hits hard too. So if Justin clip, clips Charles, if he hurts him, if he gets any position where he can um, connect, he can end the fight. What are Justin's keys to victory? I don't necessarily know. Maybe pressure, probably pressure backing him up, letting him land. Um, swing for the fences. Obviously, Charles hits hard too. He's very calculated, and hey, don't sleep on Charles's takedowns too. Charles will easily take Justin down, and Justin's a wrestler, D one wrestler. He's wrestled before, but Charles Oliveira is sneaky. He can catch you in, in, in a lot of different positions. So Justin Gaethje really only has a chance punching on the feet because he's not going to submit Charles. He's not going to take him down. He might win rounds. He might be able to win rounds. He may hurt him on the feet. He might use some of those brutal leg kicks or something. I don't know. Who knows, man? That's why the sport of mixed martial arts is so interesting. You'll never know what the fuck will happen. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, moving along, ladies and gentlemen, on this hard-hitting episode of Kicking It with the King. Okay, we're going to shift gears completely here. So... A little interesting message for all of us hardcore fans of the Series 1 GTA Grand Theft Auto. Rockstar officially announced or, uh, a, a long couple pages of or a long couple tweets of that. Basically, they're in active development of the new Grand Theft Auto 6 game. Well, it's kind of been like something that's been dead ever since GTA 5. We never really knew when we were going we were gonna get another Grand Theft Auto game. Grand Theft Auto Five still to this very fucking day is very fucking second. People are playing that shit online, offline. It's one of the most popular games, one of the most successful games of all time, and, and a massive, massive um, 
load of fans are on, like, play that game, you know what I mean, it's a great game, um, very fun, it's a very fun game, I do enjoy playing Grand Theft Auto, that actually is one of my, uh, it's actually one of my favorite, uh, my favorite games of all time, actually, (laughs) one of my favorite games, Oh, dude, look at all that smoke coming out the window. Oh, my God, that's so much smoke coming out the window. That is a bunch of smoke. It looks like there's a fire. It looks like there's a fire in this fucking car. But that's how much smoke's coming out. That's how much fun we're having. That's why I said you got to live your fucking best life. You got to enjoy yourself. And... You've got to have a great time while doing it. And there's still smoke coming out. It looks like we are on fire. Call the fucking fire department. Oh, my God. This is crazy. Awesome, everyone. We're having a great time here on this show. Um, it's episode 391. Like I said, maybe after this, we got eight more episodes. Eight more episodes, and then we're hitting. We're going to hit the 400 mark. We'll be back tomorrow as well with a brand new episode of Kicking with the King as well. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We're not going anywhere. We're not going any place except for in your ears, in your souls, and anywhere else you want us to be. Ladies and gentlemen, you can subscribe everywhere. We're available everywhere. You get your shows. So back to what we were saying about the Grand Theft Auto. So I fucking play Grand Theft Auto all the time. From Grand Theft Auto San Andreas... The Grand Theft Auto Vice City back in the day on PlayStation 2. We're entering the, the codes on PS2, having the cheat codes printed out. Now, you can just play those games and hop up on your phone and, and play the, the mobile version. It's very accurate as well. You can have it in your pocket and play the game. It's pretty amazing, man. They do a really good job on putting that big of a game on a phone like that. But let alone playing the game on PlayStation 4, it'll, it's super fun, man. I have so much money on that game. I have I spent so much money on that game. I have uh, there's still smoke coming out. I'm not fucking lying. There's really, dude, it's been more than like a minute already. No, but going back to what I was saying, like I've had hell hell of fucking money on Grand Theft Auto. Hell of cars. Um, what is it called? I, uh, I'm so fucking stoned. I'm pretty stoned, ladies and gentlemen, here on this episode. That joint got me hella high, that's the thing. That was the first thing we smoked here this morning. Good morning, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. We said that earlier. Um, yeah, so the, the joint was the first thing we smoked today. But yeah, so going back to the Grand Theft Auto, I know we keep digressing, digressing, and digressing. It's not good to do that so many times, right? Um, I'm excited, man. I hope they, I mean, I don't know when the fuck the game's going to come out. I mean, I still will enjoy the fifth one. The fifth one is like open world and it never gets tiring. It's like literally the metaverse and the metaverse. You could do so much shit in that game. Drive cars, shoot guns, run around. Literally like you're playing another person in a game and everybody has that fucking game and there's a motherfucking bee right here. There was a motherfucking bee outside, dude. Imagine being fucking stung while you're on a podcast. How how crazy would that be? No, that that would be an insane fucking way to stop a podcast. Being stung by a fucking bee? Are you kidding me? Okay. So, like I said, at least they acknowledge their hard-hitting fans and the biggest fans and stuff, and they talked about everything else and stuff so uh you know that was nice of them i do i that is awesome and exciting that they are in active development meaning every single day probably they uh are thinking about their hard-hitting fans and the people that love the game the most right (laughs) 
But anyways, let's move along. We have lots more on this hard-hitting episode of Kicking with the King. Okay, so guys, we're going from MMA to talking about Rockstar GTA 5. Alright, to number three on the list, Kim Kardashian dating Pete Davidson. Wow. You know, who would have thought those pair would have paired up? I mean, out of all celebrities to pair with Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson, really? Wow. He's really funny. I mean, he is pretty funny on SNL and shit like that. A couple of movies that he's done has been pretty funny. I mean, damn. Pete Davidson bagged Ariana Grande and Kim Kardashian. He's fucking Kim Kardashian, man. That's awesome. He is one lucky man. Because it seems like Kim Kardashian would be like able to do a really good blowjob. You know what I mean? It's nice to have a girl that um, gives a good blowjob. You know what I mean? But um, I can't imagine. I mean, I don't know if Pete Davidson's one of those motherfuckers that stress. But for me, man, if I was dating a woman who's going through an active divorce with a crazy guy like Kanye West, dude, I'll be stressed the fuck out. I mean, maybe she does She does a really good job. Kim is so talented. That's why she's a multimillionaire. That's why she has multiple businesses and multiple things that she focuses on. She's able to focus on a relationship as well as a, a divorce. Crazy Kanye West. I'm sure Pete Davidson doesn't give a fuck because he's the one... That's in the bed with Kim Kardashian, not Kanye West. I mean, it was weird enough. Kanye West bought a fucking house across the street from Kim Kardashian. Freaking crazy, right? I mean, there is her shit still Kim Kardashian West on Instagram? Because if if it is, if if ladies and gentlemen, if it is. I'm gonna. Kim Kardashian, you deserve to get slapped. Kim Kardashian. Okay, I'm gonna pull it up on Instagram, right? Kim Kardashian. And it's still. It's still it. Is, is she doing this legally? Like a legal thing? It says Kim Kardashian West on Instagram. If you're so called done with him, why the fuck is your name still the same? Does she have time to. Pay attention to this kind of shit or what? I'm sorry, Kim Kardashian. You don't deserve to be slapped. You're going through a divorce. I'm so sorry. Okay. I'm very sorry, Kim Kardashian. I didn't mean to say that. Um, But damn, P. Davidson bagged Kim Kardashian and Ariana Grande. I really do think Kim does give good blowjobs, though. But just thinking about all the people that may have been with Kim. I mean, dude, I was fantasizing about Kim Kardashian when I was in sixth grade, bro. Sixth, seventh, eighth, all the way through high school. How old is Kim Kardashian? She doesn't look to have aged a bit since high school. Dude, it's been hella long. I've... I've simped about Kim Kardashian for almost over a decade, dude. Are you kidding me? Since I was, no, no, since I was, yeah, yeah, since I was in sixth grade. Sixth grade, and now, what, well, sixth grade, that, what year was that? I don't even fucking remember, dude. I'm so high. <laughs> I can't even think about the fucking ages and stuff like that. Like, I don't remember what age you're supposed to be in certain grades. All I remember is that I was in sixth grade, and now I'm 25 years fucking old. 25 years old, and I was simping on Kim Kardashian in sixth grade. That's what that's what the beauty of the phone is for. Um, how, how, how old are you in... Sixth grade. 
Eleven. Eleven! 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 So, so I'm 25, right? So, I, I was 11, right? 11 is 12. 11, 12. Let's just say 12. 13, 14. Oh, my God. 13 years I've been simping over Kim Kardashian. Not simping, but 13 years later, we are still talking about the, how attractive Kim Kardashian is. She is so fucking attractive, man. I think Pete Davidson's a very lucky guy because, you know, it's rumored that he has a, a huge cock, right? So that can be good for a woman. Especially maybe with what he doesn't have with looks, he makes up with his cock size. Who knows? Maybe that's true. Maybe that's not. That's been something that's been on the internet for quite some time. <laughs> That's something that's been on the internet for quite some time. So you didn't hear that from me. I'm not interested in that kind of stuff. But I did, I do, and I seen, and I read on the internet. Ariana Grande said it in her one of her tweets too. It was deleted. It was deleted, but it was a tweet that was there. And people capture tweets that have been posted all the fucking time. All the fucking time, ladies and gentlemen. all the fucking time, but, yeah, man, oh, my God, I cannot believe that's how long it's been, dude, she has not aged a bit, man, she's still so fucking attractive, how, uh, she's nearly 40 now, right, like, close to 40, dude, I might just like 40-year-olds with money, <laughs> I mean, maybe you're not ugly, you just don't have money, remember that, you see that, that that's a very popular meme, that goes on the internet like that. I mean, you look at how fucking ugly Kylie Jenner was before. Um, oh my god, I'm not even gonna address how disgusting Chloe's little reptile hands look like. You ever seen Chloe Kardashian's nails? There, there is a a, a, th- a thread going on. What's like on the internet? People are roasting her nails. One of her recent pictures or some shit like that. She, she, her nails looked absolutely fucking like horrid and stuff. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Don't touch me with those fucking things. I don't even want a hand job from you. <laughs> you have reptile hands. Are you like a are you like a a shape-shifting alien? Look at those. You guys ever seen Khloe Kardashian's fucking hands? Good God. Don't jerk me off. <laughs> don't 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 I mean maybe, man. She 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 she's fucking attractive, dog. She has a good face and she's kinda tall and stuff, but I mean, she'd look good in a bikini suit and stuff and all that. But that's just the guy the guy in me. She's not ugly. Her hands are. The only part of that woman's body that's ugly is her hands. Especially if you look at those pictures, man. Oh, my God. Um, This is a common conversation, too. That, a common, like, when, we were, in, when we, we were little kids, we would think about out of all the, the Kardashian sisters... Uh, we weren't thinking about Kylie, dude. We weren't even thinking about Kylie or Kendall at the time. I didn't even know who Kylie or Kendall were when I first knew of Kim Kardashian, though. I didn't know of them at all, really. I didn't really look up, like, the family, other parts of the family, or know about them really too much. I would read about her in a magazine. I'd see her. I would hear about her on the internet. People would look at pictures of her online and... And stuff like that back in the internet before, like, you know, you had to get past the school's websites and shit like that, uh, the the block sites and shit like that. It, it was very, very hard. But I knew lots of people that knew how to do it. So, um, and then when we had Wi-Fi and shit, like on iPods and stuff, the iPod Touch, the original one, and the old iPhones and shit, you're able to really look up anything. That's where we started watching porn from, you know. I've watched porn since I was like 11 years old. Well, no, yeah, probably like 11 or yeah. But I was younger, very interested in the art of sex for some reason. I like, I liked it, man. It just the the art of it, the the fact that you could literally have a kid just by doing like, just it's it's still wild thinking about that. Like, you ever think like, dude, I was created because two people decided to fuck, and think you're gonna continue that. 
continue this journey. Either your brother, your sister, or someone's going to create some more kids. Their kids are going to create kids, and we're just going to keep populating, keep populating, and keep populating. Just thinking, like, as good as sex feels, it's wild to think that you can create life by simply just having sex. So many people dislike sex, but... They don't like having kids or nothing like that. I mean, that's a whole different conversation, man. I had this bitch that pissed me off the the other day. Um, had kids or some shit like that, but she was just some trashy ass bitch. Not trashy, she just wasn't shit. Like, you know I mean, like, hella annoying and shit. Like, so I called her out on some shit. No, it wasn't anything like that. It was just I said, dude, you keep saying the same thing, like messaging me the same thing. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, bitch, you keep saying the same thing. So I cussed her out and blocked her because I don't put up with dumbass bitches nowadays. But um, like I said, like who the fuck would want someone with, with soggy ass pussy and all that? You know what I mean? Especially when the, like most people that talk the most shit and stuff. I mean, we completely digress. We're not, we're, let's go back to what we're talking about. Kim Kardashian. Oh, yeah. So uh, I don't want to talk about. I was like, what the hell did I bring up this other shit for? Um, so, yeah, the, the biggest debate was like, who's the hottest girl of all time? Oh, uh, Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian, dude, her nudes are so amazing, even the fan-made nudes, dude, because they, like I said, speaking of porn, it's like, what, I never watched it, like, I, oh, the, the first time I ever watched it was on one of those old-ass Windows computers, like, the, the desktop computer, funny thing is, I'm in a Latina, it's 100%. I mean, I like white girls, and there's a lot of really decent white girls, I'm pretty sure, that I haven't, like, come across, but I guess maybe I'm not used to, I'm really not used to, like, I guess I'm not used to talking to, like, you know, going up to girls or approaching them in person unless I get to know them after a while or something. I don't know, man, like, because, like, you ever use, like, dating apps or Tinders and shit like that? Like, I've used a lot of those shits. And, like, I didn't like Tinder because you have to pay money for shit. Like, why the, I'm not paying money for I'm not paying to meet no trashy bitches online. You know, no offense. I met a lot of my friends online and, and met some really cool people online from, like, the world of Twitter and the, and the MMA world. Connected with lots of different types of really great people online. And, and, hey, online is where some of the best people are and some of the best people communicate with each other online. So communicating together in another world online can be one of the better things you can do, ladies and gentlemen. So a lot of great stuff happens. But if you try dating online, it's so fucking risky. So fucking risky. Because you never know what the fuck someone else is doing on their side of the phone. Yeah. I can. If I'm interested in you, we're going to be talking. And if I'm interested in you, then I'm not going to really want to talk to anyone else. I'm not really going to have that deep of a conversation with you if we're not close. Like I said, like. Like, we have to really vibe for me to, to talk to you. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I like to talk to people. I like as many people to talk to as possible. That'd be cool. But at the end of the day, if they're not making an effort to talk to you, then there really is no point. You know? I'm not a fan of one-word answers. I'm not a fan of bullshit I'm not a fan of people who are fake. I'm not a fan of people who are ignoring you. I'm not just a side piece. I'm not just someone who's there. Like, a lot of people, like, in general, like, you know, just for yourself and just how you view yourself. Like, I'm I'm not one of those people that let people walk all over me. So, if you think you're going to walk all over me, you're sadly mistaken. And, yeah, there's going to be problems there. I mean, I cut people off in a heartbeat. I do not have any problem with that. I've cut people off that I've talked to for years and um, with ease, man. I respect myself so much to the point like 2022. It doesn't matter 2022. It matters just about how much shit you can, you can put up with after so long. You know what I mean? It's about how much bullshit you could deal with for so long. You know what I mean? How much can you deal with? How much can you endure? 
You know what I mean? I mean I'm, I'm not one of those people that will allow people to walk over me because I've let, I left that happen over the years. And I was going on a rant on Snapchat. Yeah, you, know, you can follow my Snapchat, too, at gmeeker underscore MMA. We haven't heard that before. I mean, dude, our show, we used to call our show, back in the day when we first started the show, six years ago, it was called the G Meeker MMA Show. And now we call it Kicking It With The King. And it feels like that's been the name the whole time. But, um... Going back to what we were saying, fuck, I'm so high, dude. That's what happens when you talk so much about so many different fucking things. Um, so, like, yeah, knowing your self-worth, knowing, like, dude, like... I know who the fuck I am and shit like that. Like, I'm not worried about no one else. I don't need anybody else. And I was like, oh, yeah. So, like I said, I was going on my rants on Snapchat. So, um, just sitting back thinking of all the dumbass bitches that I've cut off or blocked. And thinking of o- overview. And I'll, I'll overview meaning, like, I'm sitting here thinking about. I'm sitting here thinking about um I'm so fucking high right now, dude. Oh my god. I was I, I was sitting here, no, I was sitting here thinking about like how stupid these bitches are and stuff, you know what I mean? So like I'm not worried about none of these bitches. Like I'm I'm literally sitting here thinking about what they have going for their lives, who they were. I didn't lose no world-class cutie like Kim Kardashian. I don't. I just say Kim Kardashian because we heavily talked about Kardashians the most ever on the show today. That's why. I mean, I didn't lose no world-class hottie. I lost some single mom, single mom, or some broke-ass bitch who sits at home, or some rude-ass bitch, or some disrespectful bitch with no accountability. So I've seen. The best part about losing something in life, ladies and gentlemen, is thinking about what you've gained from it. What have you gained from it? Think about it. What have you gained? I look at the positives. I look at the whys. I look at why the fuck this shit happens. And I realize and I put myself in the headspace that, you know, things happen for for this for this reason. You know what I mean? Things happen for this reason. Then, you know, you got to go with why it fucking happened. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm glad to have had individually shitty-ass women in my life because it allowed me to know what the hell I want in life and what I deserve. It's all about learning and talking about what it is that you deserve, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, with that being said, I believe, um, I think we're going to get to the, go to the gym. You know, this conversation has aspired me to want to go to the gym. I don't. You guys want to know this funny ass story. <laughs> Before we get out of here on this great episode, the hard-hitting episode of Kicking It With The King, um, you want to know the fucking reason why we don't... Um, <laughs> why we don't... Why, why I don't drive to the gym in this city, like where I live... Like, I mean, when I go to my job in, in the city over, when when I commute to, the one I always talk about, um, the reason why is because there's not a lot of, I don't, I don't feel like there's a lot of cops there. You know what I mean? So my high ass gets so paranoid of the cops. 
out in this part of the city because it's, it's hella far and, and over there is hella fucking cops and shit so i was like i don't want to fucking make a mistake or look high or panic when there's a cop in front of me or some shit like that you know what i mean it's freaking weird man you know what i mean um you've just got to be safe you know what i mean when you're driving you got to know where the hot spots are you got to know how to avoid them you know what i mean um, but other than that, I know earlier we were talking about like the types of shitty women and stuff that we've come across, man, there's not even a, there's more than an entire list. Like we could talk about that for hours. I mean, the crazy shit that I've seen in my entire life and all the crazy ass women that I've had around me, man, that shit's crazy, man. I, I mean, I'm not saying that I had all these women around me and stuff. I'm just saying the women that that I have come across in my life have been absolutely insane or crazy. And some people weren't shit. Some people were just very disrespectful. They're two-faced. They switched up. But, you know, hey, look at me. I'm not one to put all my energy um, into people anymore. I, I just don't. I don't do that stuff. I don't put energy into people anymore, especially if they don't put energy into me. Like, why, why would I waste my time putting energy into people who don't put energy into me? But then again, also on top of that, why would I be waiting, uh, be um, losing sleep over motherfuckers who are pussies and stuff? Motherfuckers who don't have anything going for them, you know? You know yourself the best, and you can um, utilize everything you know to the best of your knowledge, you know what I mean? You can use your experiences to get you through anything and everything that you need to get yourself through, ladies and gentlemen. So, with that being said, um, like I said, some of the, uh, a portion of this show was actually pre-recorded. Um, we actually didn't didn't finish up the ending of it, so we just returned to uh return. We returned the previous day, a couple days later, to finish up it was only literally only like the ending part like about five minutes of the 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 last five minutes of the show we literally had um just a post recording and stuff like that i mean to make sure everything was edited and stuff i wanted to clarify some comments earlier like i love women i love being around people and i I know who you have around you is a reflection of who you choose like who you choose you know, obviously, that it's around you is a reflection of who you are as a person in a way, because you're choosing to have all these different types of people around you and stuff. You know what I mean? So, um, it just it just depends, like I said, on you. It just depends on, um, like I said, it's important to have people around you that you want to have around you. It's important to have people around you that, um, that can it can be there for you it's important to have people around you that can help you get through things in your life you know what i mean that's all that's important but anyways guys like i said that's our show the hard-hitting episode this episode was absolutely insane it was absolutely fun we got so high on here we had so much fun we talked about kim kardashian and kanye west and um they're still going at it on the internet, man, it's, I mean, I've been, like I said, we've been paying attention to Kim Kardashian, I mean, um, talking up there, talking about the, um, Kim Kardashian's daughter, um, not being able to use TikTok, and Kanye West, I was gonna say Kanye, Kanye posted, uh, the terms and conditions and the guidelines and the age, you know, limit for TikTok and stuff like that, and, you know, they're, going on in a back and forth feud so i mean we talked about so much bullshit on this show today and uh can only tune in for the next episode ladies and gentlemen we'll be back on uh monday i believe well like i said we've had a lot of shows ladies and gentlemen and uh we've done a lot of shows so um this has been a really crazy long week and a lot of episodes and stuff so we want to push this one and push all the rest of our episodes ladies and gentlemen so without further ado um that is it for us you can follow me on twitter and instagram real g the king underscore on uh, twitter g the king underscore official on instagram and so much more ladies and gentlemen all right that's it for us today ladies and gentlemen we're out of this bitch bye folks
I can the party, tryna get lit. Music allow this nigga with hits. I come to party, tryna get lit. Music allow this nigga with hits. If I hop on it, then know what you get. I just go in like the flip of a switch. Party, tryna get lit. Music allow this nigga with hits. If I hop on it, then know what you get. I just go in like the pick of a switch. I come to party, tryna get lit. Music allow this nigga with hits. If I hop on it, then know what you get. I just go in like the pick of a switch. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Party, party, let's get lit. Let's get lit. Lit, lit, lit. Party, party, let's get lit. Let's get lit. Lit, lit, lit. Party, if you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. I wake up in the morning, I'ma get a bag. Get a bag, yeah. I'ma get a bag. Long as I wake up in the morning, I'ma get a bag. Get a bag, yeah.